You are listening to the Pursuit of Manliness podcast, where we are vigorously equipping men to pursue biblical manliness. This is our midweek, a quiet life podcast that focuses on living a quiet life, mind your own affairs, work with your hands, and be dependent upon nobody. For more information, visit us at thepursuitofmanliness.com. So every Wednesday, we have a conversation about uh, the idea of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, 11 and 12, aspire to live a quiet life, mind your own affairs, work with your hands, be dependent upon nobody, just as we have instructed you. That's Paul writing to a church, writing to a people who evidently were getting caught up in a lot of things that uh, they didn't need to get caught up in. Probably worrying about other people's uh, business, their problems, all kinds of stuff. You know, in Tribe this session, uh, we're looking at Brant Hansen's book, The Men We Need. And the premise behind his book is uh, Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. This is where God has created man. Adam, the only man on the planet. Some receipts fall in my Bible. Genesis 2.15, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and to keep it. So God takes Adam. He says, I got a job for you. This is a garden. Adam said, I don't know anything about a garden. You'll figure it out. This is a garden and uh, this is your job. To work it and to keep it. Now, granted, Adam's—it's the only person on the planet. But uh, I was thinking today, you know, my tendency would be to kind of look around at other gardens and see what maybe they look like and think, "Oh, okay, that's how we do it." Okay. Well, I like the way that he did that. Oh, I don't understand why that's laid out like that. And then you start to—you start to forget about your own garden. Right, you start to you start to look at other people's gardens. You start to stress over their gardens. You start to compare gardens. Right, Adam didn't have to do that. Adam didn't have to compare gardens because he had the only garden. Seems like life would have been a lot simpler if you had the only garden. And yet, <laughs> still found a way to mess it all up, didn't he? I was thinking the other day. You know, I really just want to be about two things. Minding my own business and telling people about Jesus. Now, if you don't believe in Jesus, you'd say, well, if you mind your own business, you don't have to waste any time telling people about Jesus. Now, what I mean by this is minding my own business. I don't get caught up in, I should say, I try not to get caught up in who's doing what, who thinks what, who's going to say what, how someone's going to respond, how someone's going to treat you. I've said before, that's something I'm working on. I heard a guy say the other day, at his age, and he's, I don't know how old he is, he's late 70s, I think, he said, I don't have time to have a bad time. Well, the truth is, none of us do, because we don't know what kind of time we got, but we don't got time to be wasting time on other people's gardens, on other people's things, what they're doing. Sometimes people will send me links or... uh, 
post or whatever, hey, did you see so-and-so is doing this? Or do you have you heard of this guy? And they can tell you. You know, I'll say, ah, maybe I've heard of him, but most of the time, I probably haven't. I'd really try not to get caught up in what everyone else is doing, what everyone else is saying, how they're saying it, how they're doing it, whether they, they, they like you or not, or whether they, I, I try really hard. I'm, st- I, I'm, I'm, I'm still made of flesh just like you, but I, st- I boy, I really try to say I'm going to be about two things, minding my own business and trying to tell people about Jesus. That's the second part. How do you mind your own business but tell people about Jesus? Well, that's a non-negotiable. Jesus told us to go into all the world, make disciples of all nations, teach them everything I've commanded you, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm with you always to the end of age. That's Matthew 28, 19-20. That's really all four Gospels. So that's a non-negotiable. This, to me, is a way that I can tell people about Jesus. You're listening to this? We have a really good network of men and, and some women who listen to the pursuit of manliness. We have a really strong group and tribe. We have a really strong uh, herd community that's forming. But even those guys will tell you that are within those communities, it's not about what everyone else is doing at all. It's never about what other people are doing, ever. It's not ever a pond to fish in to try to garner more we don't leverage nothing mind our own business we're going to tell people about jesus i go for a walk most days sometimes with a vest sometimes not maybe it's here maybe it's at a state park maybe it's wherever and i usually say a verse or two or three into my phone and then i post that there's no editing to that there's nothing it's just me talking to my phone post it that's me telling people about jesus I'm not going to go to the supermarket or the downtown square or I'm not go, I'm not going to be that's not how I'm wired. It's how some of you guys are wired. It's not how I'm wired. I want to mind my own business. I don't want to know everybody's gossip. I don't want to know everybody's everything. I don't want to know who's doing what, who said what, who cuz it is so easy for me to get distracted. I don't know about you. But I can get distracted really easily. It's almost embarrassing how easy I can get distracted. Or let me change that. It's almost embarrassing how easy I can be defeated. And that's what Satan wants. He wants you to be defeated. It could be something you hear through your your headphones. It could be something you see on on your television. It could be a, a YouTube video. It could be an Instagram post. I mean, it could literally be anything. And I'm not trying to come across as an old curmudgeon or oh, the world... No, what I'm saying is, I if if I get into a place, I want you to consider this. If we get into a place where we start looking at everyone else's garden, we start judging it or feeling crummy about our garden or neglecting our garden or letting the evil one come in and out of our garden and we're not paying attention to it. Now, the analogy of garden, I'm talking about our life. I'm talking about our home, our families. We start looking at other people's situations. If I spend all my time on who's doing what and who's saying what and who's mad, happy, sad, glad, I'll be exhausted. Some of you guys are exhausted because you're you're caught up in what everyone else is doing. Don't play that game. 
guys that do this stuff, like this, like what I do, this uh, man space type stuff, podcasting, social media, when I've spoken to them on the phone, and they can tell you to a man, I've told them this, do it your way. What I mean is, don't try to copy other people. Don't try to be in competition with other people. Don't compare yourself to other people. Nothing good's going to come from that. If you really believe that God has laid something on your heart, do it to the glory of God. He'll take care of it. He'll bring people to you. He'll, he'll, he'll send the right people. He'll also send away the wrong people. I don't know about you, but I've found out in my life that there have been times where God has sent away the wrong people. Amen? Have you ever had that happen? Somebody was was hanging on. Somebody was grabbing for something. Somebody wanted something from you, and you finally said, no, we're done. And they said, okay, we'll go somewhere else. The uh, I was talking to one of our leaders at our church the other night about this. And I said, I heard this analogy years ago. It's not very nice, but it's true. I said, there are people who are a leech. And they will grab onto you. And they will take your blood. As long as you are willing to give your blood. Now for some people it's not blood. But it might be something else. And they will take. And at some point, with a leech, you say... Get off me. That's enough. We're not doing it no more. And you, you flick the leech off, right? That leech will turn around and look at you and say, you didn't give enough. You should have gave more. And then they'll go down the road and leech onto someone else. That's just how sometimes it is. So God sends the right people, and I think at times he sends the way the wrong people. But listen, we can't get caught up in that. We have to mind our own business. I try. I don't know about you, but I got one of these things. I'm holding up my phone, if you're watch, if you're listening. And every once in a while, someone through my phone, or through a direct message, or through an email, or through whatever, will bring me in on the drama of somebody else. To the best of my ability, I need to say, I can't get emotionally attached or exhausted to this. Because sometimes that's what people are looking for. They want a response from you. And you give them a response, they're going to expect one every single time. So we read 1 Thessalonians 4, or we mentioned it every week. But I also think uh, 2 Thessalonians is pretty good as well. Paul's writing, second letter, chapter 3, verse 10, For even when we were with you, we would give you this command. Paul said this was a non-negotiable your preacher preached something this weekend. Your Sunday school taught something. Your small group leader shared something. And you said, nah, it doesn't pertain to me. Paul said, this pertains to you. If anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. Now, you share that with some guys, especially a guy that's lazy. Uh, he'll fight you. He'll fight you with his Xbox controller in his hand. He'll be furious at that. Verse 11, for we hear that some among you walk in idleness. He says, there's some people among you. You're not doing anything productive. But you don't know my story. You're idle. But you don't understand what it... You're idle. You don't know... Get busy. You see, when you start getting in everyone else's garden, whether you're just looking from a distance or you're actually peering over the fence, what that tells you is you don't have enough to keep you busy in your own garden. 
You need to get busy in your own garden. You're like, that's a lot more work in my garden. Yeah, I know. That's the point. He says, uh, for we hear that some of you among you walk in idleness. Not busy at work, but busy bodies. I'm going to tell you right now. Men are just as bad as women at gossip, at getting their feelings hurt, at pointing the finger, playing the victim. I'm not saying who's worse. I'm just saying typically in our culture, we've given that bad rap to, to females. That's not true. I got to be honest. I think men are worse. I think men are worse at how they respond when something doesn't go their way or it hurts their feelings. And listen, I, listen, I'm a guy. I get it. I've, I've responded in some ways that I thought, you are being very juvenile. I sent a text to my wife today. We're texting back and forth. And I said, listen, I'm not trying to be the victim. I'm not trying to be a martyr. I'm not trying to get people to feel sorry for me. But this is what's happening. She responded back, okay, and put a heart emoji. You know what that says? I hear you. Now keep on. That's what some of us need to do. We need to be say, hey, we're heard. Let's move on. we got a garden to take care of here. Not busy at work, but busybodies. Now such persons we command and encourage in the Lord Jesus Christ to do their work quietly and to earn their own living. Work quietly. Does that mean we get to promote? We get to take a, a selfie? We get to let everybody know every time we're doing work? No. No. That's a bad, that's a bad way to go. Every time we do something, we need credit for it. That's what our kids are doing. I want credit. I did something. I showed up. I no. Paul says, we command and encourage in the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, because of Jesus, because of who he is. Work quietly, earn your own living. As for you, brothers, do not grow weary in doing good. Sometimes doing good is weary, isn't it? Sometimes doing good is tiring. Sometimes doing good, don't you want some credit? Man, wish somebody noticed me. Wish somebody paid attention to me. Wish somebody would do it. I just believe there's a character being developed in each and every one of us. When we mind our own business, when we work hard, when we're not in everybody else's business, when we're not getting you know, our feelings hurt, we're not, we're not being emotional about it, we're not sensitive, we're not playing hide-and-go-seek, we're not waiting for people to reach out to us, but we're just working hard. We're keeping our mouth shut. We're minding our own business. And we say, you know what? I'm doing it for the glory of God. When I get the opportunity, I'm going to point people to Jesus. When the opportunity presents itself, I'll use words. I'll use actions. But I want to go back to what we said, Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. God placed Adam in the garden to work it and to keep it. Do you got a garden you need to work and keep? Maybe you got some soil that needs to be tilled up. You've neglected it for a long time. Maybe you're a guy that you said, I ain't had anything grow out of this garden ever. Maybe it's because you're not watering it. Maybe it's because you're paying attention to everybody else. I sit here right now and the rain is coming down. So everything will grow just a little bit more today. Sometimes God does that to us. He gives us this, these blessings of rain that we didn't earn, water, things that'll grow. But here's the deal. If something's worth it, it's, it takes work. If something's really valuable, it's going to require sweat equity on your own part. We can walk around like a leech, looking, having our hand out, going, hey, someone help me, someone do something for me, or say, you know what? 
at what age in my life, at what age in my life am I actually going to do this? The way I understand it is none of us are going to get any younger. The guy said, at my age, I don't have time to have a bad time. I'm going to tell you right now, at my age, I don't have time to get worked up into other people's business. I don't have time to wait for a handout. I don't have time to wait or expect the applause of other people. But I will make time to mind my own business, work hard, and when given the opportunity, tell some people about Jesus. Man, I would encourage you to do the same thing. Amen. Talk to you in a little bit. Thank you for listening to the Pursuit of Manliness podcast. If you would, make sure to visit iTunes and leave a five-star review to let others know what you think of this show. When you get a chance, make sure to visit thepursuitofmanliness.com to see what is available in the gear store, find more information out about Tribe, and much more. Thanks for listening, and let's keep pursuing biblical manliness. Manliness.